I'm hoping that you might see older adults as not only physically vulnerable to COVID, but as emotionally and psychologically resilient during the COVID-19 pandemic as well. So we know that older adults have the greatest risk physically due to COVID-19 vulnerability. And we also know that sadly, older adults are dying more often than others. So eight out of 10 of the COVID deaths so far have been folks 65 or older. And so we know that the COVID-19 pandemic has disproportionately affected older adults and their families. What is less known, however, is how older adults are doing emotionally. Because we have this perception that older adults are suffering and struggling broadly. When actually older adults are doing something, coping, in ways that helps them to get through this pandemic. And we're going to be talking about what they're actually doing. I'm Dr. Regina Kemp. I'm a board-certified clinical psychologist, and I specialize with older adults and families. I created the Psychology of Aging podcast to include older adults in conversations about mental health and wellness. And here's why this is important. When we're all a little more informed about mental health for older adults, we reduce suffering and improve quality of life. And who doesn't want that? So join me. It's simple. All you have to do is listen, be willing to learn, and then share what you learn with others so that they can be included in this conversation too. All right, let's get started. Happy New Year. Thank goodness we've said goodbye to 2020. And here's to new beginnings in 2021 with the COVID vaccine and Maybe some things returning to normal, fingers crossed. This year, I have a lot of great things in store for the Psychology of Aging podcast and business that I'm creating. I'm really excited to share it all with you, but you'll have to wait until it's ready. Today, I'm going to talk about older adults and resilience during the COVID-19 pandemic. I think you might be pretty um, annoyed and done with talking about COVID-19, but today it's it's an important day because, because some great research came out in November and December about older adults and resilience and some information about how older adults are actually coping with the COVID-19 pandemic. We all have our own perceptions about older adults and how older adults are doing during COVID. And today, some of the most recent research paints a broader and more hopeful picture. So stay with me. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about older adults and resilience during the COVID-19 pandemic. And I'm delighted that you're here. So let's jump right in. We're all aware that 2020 was a year of incredible hardship and pain for many people, and especially for many older adults and their families. The CDC tells us that since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, older adults have the greatest risk 
of requiring hospitalization. In fact, there are some great images that I'll have on my show notes to demonstrate these these statistics. But in terms of hospitalization, older adults between 65 to 74 are five times more likely to, to be hospitalized, 75 to 84, eight times more likely to be hospitalized, and 85 and older, 13 times more likely to be hospitalized than 18 to 29-year-olds. So we know that older adults have the greatest risk physically uh, due to COVID-19 vulnerability. And we also know that, sadly, older adults are dying more often than others. So eight out of 10 of the COVID deaths so far have been folks 65 or older. And so we know that the COVID-19 pandemic has disproportionately affected older adults and their families. And if you're like me, forever seared in your memory are images of older adults living in long-term care communities who are sheltering in place and have their hands pressed against the window meeting the hand of a loved one on the other side of the window. It has been so hard on families of older adults, especially older adults who live in long-term care communities. We know that the presence of family and friends is really important for folks in memory care or adults, older adults experiencing delirium or disorientation that comes with dementia. We know that the presence of family and friends helps to reorient people and to soothe people. But as we know, family and friends haven't been allowed in memory care units. And so naturally, the staff are doing their best to help. Of course, staff and and long-term care are also overworked and under-resourced right now. And then even when they do their best, they have to wear masks, right? And the presence of masks actually gets in the way of their ability to soothe and comfort people with dementia who are disoriented. Um, touch is great, so so that also can help. But um, you know, you can't see somebody smile or or um, it's the the voice is muffled under a mask. And so if you have dementia and you have hearing loss and there's a muffled voice trying to soothe you, you're gonna potentially continue to have the disorientation. And this to me has been one of the most, this and the losses have have been some of the most heartbreaking fallouts of the pandemic. If you're one of the people that I described, my heart is with you. And I'm hoping that with these podcasts, you feel a little seen and supported and know that you have somebody on your side wherever you are. All right. So even with all of that suffering, That suffering is only part of the story when it comes to older adults in COVID. So research over the past year, and and for the past year, I mean like June, really until December, has shown that older adults have been by and large psychologically very resilient during the pandemic. And now is where I talk about this message of hope. So as you know, older adulthood actually spans a really long time, right? It starts at 65 and goes all the way up until 122, which is the oldest um, person to live died at 122. So that is close to 60 years. And during those close to 60 years, people have different types of aging and rates of aging. People age differently. 
And that's due to genetics, that's due to lifestyle, that's due to all sorts of things. So you might know older adults who became very ill or died at or near 65, and other older adults who lived well into their 90s or even 100s with barely a head cold, right? Older adults are incredibly diverse in terms of how they age. And so we can't make generalizations about aging, really, because you're capturing 60 years potentially, and also different types of genetics and bodies and lifestyles. So let me dive into some statistics. So in August of 2020, the CDC, that's the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, published a survey of more than 5,000 adults. The older adults surveyed reported significantly lower percentages of anxiety disorder, depressive disorder, and trauma or stress-related disorder than participants in the younger age groups. On my website, I break down what all the differences are, but the highest rates were among young adults ages 18 to 24. And so this, this research and this information is important because we have this perception that older adults are suffering and struggling broadly, when actually older adults are doing something, coping, in ways that helps them to get through this pandemic, and we're going to be talking about what they're actually doing. If you're a caregiver for an older adult, studies are showing that you are experiencing the highest rates of depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and substance use, and I want you to have support. And so there are lots of resources and support available, and I'll link to that in my show notes. So older adults in the U.S. are experiencing these lower levels of anxiety, depression, substance use, and so on. And so are older adults in other countries like Spain and Canada and the Netherlands. And here's what all this research tells us. Older adults are really good at coping. And so let's dive in to what helps them to be so good at coping. This leads us to this concept of resilience. So resilience is defined as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress, like family and relationship problems, serious health problems, stressors, and the COVID-19 pandemic. So my colleague, Mark Brennan-Ing, who will be on the podcast later this year, was interviewed recently for a New York Times article and describes this phenomena of older adults coping well during the COVID-19 pandemic as crisis competence. In his quote regarding crisis competence, Dr. Mark Brennan-Ing, who's a senior research scientist at Hunter College's Brookdale Center for Healthy Aging, said that as we get older, we get the sense that we're going to be able to handle it because we've been able to handle challenges in the past. You know, you get past it. These things happen, but there's an end to it and there's life after that. And that's what resilience is. It's your ability to get through and on the other side of adapting well in the face of adversity. So that's well and good for older adults without mental health concerns, right? So what about older adults with depression? Well, Researchers from five institutions like UCLA, University of Pittsburgh, Columbia, Washington University in St. Louis, and, and uh, University of Toronto 
found that the older adults who were already enrolled in ongoing treatment also exhibited resilience to the stress of physical distancing and isolation during COVID. So this is giving us hope. And let me read to you a quote by Helen Lavretsky, which is a quote that I got from a UCLA um, website talking about this study. Helen Lavretsky is a professor in residence of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at the Jane and Terry Simmel Institute for Neuroscience and Human Behavior at UCLA. That's a mouthful. But let me also tell you, she also has a book on aging and resilience. So she knows a thing or two about older adults and resilience. But regarding this study in particular, here's what she said. We thought they would be more vulnerable to the stress of COVID because they are, by CDC definition, the most vulnerable population. But what we learned is that older adults with depression can be resilient. They told us that coping with chronic depression taught them to be resilient. That's powerful. Coping with chronic depression taught them to be resilient. That's what some of the participants in the study said. Now let's let's look at what resilience factors were actually the most helpful for older adults. I'm going to share five examples of resilience that older adults are using during the COVID-19 pandemic. So the first was to focus on quality, not quantity of relationships. As you know, loneliness and isolation have been a primary concern for older adults during COVID, but researchers found that for older adults experiencing isolation, having more close or meaningful relationships was protective. So rather than just having lots of interactions with people, having a couple of close connections during the pandemic is really important. During the pandemic, people are maintaining these connections virtually by technology like Zoom. And while, yes, there might be a learning curve for older adults, a lot of programs and companies are accommodating older adults, are teaching older adults how to use these systems and software, there are still plenty of older adults who don't have access, and, um, and my heart goes out to them. I would like for them to have access. However, I will tell you some success stories. My oldest telehealth couple was 93 and 89, and they figured it out. The second was using wisdom. And I'm going to break wisdom down a little bit because there is a feature of wisdom that is essential. So wisdom is a complex personality trait that includes pro-social behaviors like empathy and compassion. It also includes emotion regulation, the ability to self-reflect, decisiveness while accepting uncertainty, and spirituality. Several recent studies have shown that the more wisdom we have, the less loneliness we're likely to experience. But here's the thing. The best feature, the feature of wisdom that was correlated most strongly with loneliness was compassion. Studies also show us that when we enhance compassion, we reduce loneliness and promote greater well-being. Now here's where older adults come in. Research shows that higher levels of wisdom, especially compassion, in, uh, show up in older rather than in younger adults. 
So lately I've been really focused on compassion myself. I'm reading the book, The Compassion Project, and I'm doing some self-compassion meditation and mindfulness. And um, if you're if you're interested in learning more about self-compassion, I really encourage you to check out Kristen Neff's work at selfcompassion.org. She has lots of free resources and I'll link to it in the show notes. So the third thing that older adults are doing to maintain their resilience during COVID that research is showing is maintaining regular schedules and distracting themselves from negative emotions with hobbies, chores, work, and exercise. But having a schedule with activities that you can anticipate and having some distraction from negative feelings and emotions have been found to be helpful. And this was actually in the study of adults with depression. Also in that study with adults with depression is mindfulness. And so mindfulness to focus on immediate surroundings and needs without thinking beyond the present. So staying in the here and now, staying present was also one of the strategies that older adults were using in the depression and resilience study. And then finally, the fifth strategy is to engage in mental health care and support when you need it. So most of the studies that I referenced highlight the importance of accessing mental health care and support groups. And so for many people, for many older adults, using our own resources and the kinds of strategies that I listed above can be enough for building resilience and getting you through. But at times you might need something more. You might get stuck or you might have, you know, have a roadblock on the road to resilience. And as we saw earlier with older adults living with depression, they were already enrolled in some sort of treatment. And so they were learning strategies in their own therapy and using those strategies for coping during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you are looking for a therapist for yourself, as a caregiver, as an older adult, or are looking for uh, mental health providers for your older loved ones, I'll link to how to find mental health providers in the show notes below. Back to hope. I'm hoping that this episode has opened your view, broadened your perspective on the experience of older adults during COVID. I'm hoping that you might see older adults as not only physically vulnerable to COVID, but as emotionally and psychologically resilient during the COVID-19 pandemic as well. It's an equally important feature of the COVID-19 pandemic is the resilience that older adults are demonstrating Let me review quickly the five resilient strategies older adults are using during the COVID-19 pandemic. One, they're focusing on the quality, not necessarily the quantity of relationships. They're deepening the relationships that they have. Two, wisdom and compassion. So the more compassion we have, the less loneliness we experience and the greater sense of well-being we have. They are maintaining regular schedules and routines and distracting themselves from negative emotions with hobbies and chores or work and exercise. Oh, and let me just remind you, I have a COVID-19 wellness guide that lists 
10 ways that older adults can maintain regular schedules and happiness and wellness during COVID. So check that out. I'll link to that in my show notes as well. Four is mindfulness to focus on immediate surroundings and needs without thinking beyond the present, staying in the moment, staying in the here and now. And five, access to mental health care and support and using it, using mental health care and support when you need it. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. And I am thrilled to share with you some things that I've been working on to improve the mental health and well-being of older adults and families in 2021. That's all for today. Now it's your turn. Join the movement to include older adults in conversations about mental health and wellness. It's simple. All you have to do is subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with others so that they can be part of the conversation too. One last thing, a special thanks to Jasmine Joyner, our Psychology of Aging podcast intern for all you do. Lots of love to you and your families. Bye for now. Lena, do you think aging is scary? No. No? Why not? Because it makes us happy. Aging makes us happy? Yeah, I want to be bigger and taller.